This is the To The Point Podcast. Together with our ERISA attorney, we'll explore key Affordable Care Act and trending compliance topics, all in 15 minutes or less. Now here's our host, Sarah Gillespie. Welcome to another To The Point Podcast. This is Sarah Gillespie. I am the Director of Compliance at Lipscomb Pitts Insurance in Memphis, Tennessee. We are glad to have you with us today. We have Stacy Barrow, our ERISA attorney, with us. Hey, Stacy. Hey, Sarah. So, Stacy, today I wanted to have a discussion with you on the topic of rehire or reinstatement. We have several clients who, as a part of their business operations, will lay off employees at the end of a busy season and then rehire them a couple months later, or who simply have employees who leave for whatever reason and then come back a few weeks later for more work. And so, Pre-ACA, employers may have had more freedom to decide how they wanted to handle rehire situations when it came to health insurance eligibility, but the Affordable Care Act put rules into place for employers to follow when it comes to rehire and reinstatement of employees. So can you walk us through the basics of those rules? Sure. So these uh, rehire rules um, apply in the context of the employer mandate, uh, the the pay or play mandate. Um, And they basically stand for the proposition that if an employee has a break in service um, and he returns within a certain period of time, then they would be reinstated um, in their return to their full-time status and, and thus, you know, regain eligibility immediately under the group health plan and not have to resatisfy a waiting period. So, um, to drill down into that a little bit. Um, so the, these rules apply when there is a break in service um, of at least four weeks um, and uh, no longer than 13 consecutive weeks um, of a break in service. Um, and if the employee returns within that 13 week period, they are um, reinstated basically as a full-time employee if they were before they left, right, if they were in a stability period, or even if they're under the monthly method um, and they were full-time before they left, they come back to a full-time position, they would continue on being treated as full-time, and they wouldn't be made to re-satisfy um, the plan's waiting period. Um, now, um, but just to kind of back up a little bit, um, you know, these rules really kind of apply in the ACA reporting sense that, you know, we're offering coverage upon return because we don't want to be exposed essentially to an affordability penalty on any of these returning employees. Um, it's not an issue under the 95% rule. It, it only has, or it only, you know, could result in exposure um, to the affordability penalty because all these employees, anyone, you know, these rehired employees we're talking about, um, you know, let's just, you know, assume they were full-time at the beginning of the year, otherwise we wouldn't be talking about them, um, that they were already offered coverage for the plan year. So we've met the 95% rule with respect to these employees where we've, you know, we made them their, their offer of coverage as required once um, during the plan year. And so when we're talking about reinstating them onto the plan, it's really just to avoid any potential exposure to an affordability penalty. 
So you could certainly have a company that says, look, you know, if you leave and you, you know, you're gone for more than four weeks and you come back, you're getting, you're, you're going to have to go through the waiting period again. It's totally fine. You just have a little bit of exposure to an affordability penalty during those months because the employee is not you know, treated as having been offered coverage those months. So it, it is totally a plan design issue. Um, and you're free to say that, you know, you'll need to resatisfy the waiting period, but you might just have, you know, a little bit of exposure during that time. Um, that kind of is lays out the 13 week rule. Do you want me to talk about the, the rule of parity, Sarah? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and explain that. Okay. So the rule of parity is an employer friendly rule. It's a, it's a rule that an employer can invoke if it wishes to. Um, and basically, so I, I said before how the rule works is that if the, if the break in service is between four weeks and 13 weeks, if it's less than four weeks, then, you know, there is no opera, there's no change basically. And, you know, the employee's treatment is just the same as it, it was before. But if we're between four weeks and 13 weeks, um, I've said that if the employee returns, then we have to treat him as a continuing employee. Where the rule of parity comes in is that an employer might say, well, that's that's kind of unfair if, let's just say, someone worked for me for eight weeks and then he was gone for 10 weeks. You know, why should I have to treat that person as a returning employee? And the regulation says, you know, kind of agrees with that. And they say, well, okay, if the period of the break is longer than the prior period of employment, then you can treat that person as a new hire. That's the rule of parity. So let's just say the person works for you for four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and then has a break in service of seven weeks or eight weeks or nine weeks, you can still treat that person as a new hire, even though they've returned within 13 weeks. Okay, so rule of parity aside, the ACA rules require in order to not have exposure to potential penalty for an employee to be um, returned to their former status from the time of termination if they return within the 13 week window. And so you clarified for me yesterday, Stacy, in a question I had asked to you that um, putting someone back into coverage eligibility the first of the month following their rehire date was acceptable, correct? Yeah, that's that's right. You know, you're, the rule kind of says that when you are reinstating someone as a returning employee, they should be reinstated as soon as practicable. But as long as you get them in by the first of the month, that's generally considered to be as soon as practicable. Okay, so a couple questions, um, potential real life examples. What if the employee had previously waived coverage and then upon returning, are they allowed to be, are they offered coverage again when they come back as a rehire? Can they have it? Can they elect it, I guess, is what I'm saying, if they had previously waived? Right. So so this is a you know, purely a plan design question, right? You know, what does the employer's plan say? Um, how have they designed the plan? Um, 
you know, from an ACA reporting standpoint, if the person is full time, um, he was offered coverage once for the plan year. Um, you know, you don't have to offer it again to get outside of or to, to, you know, to, to make an offer of coverage for purposes of the, the, the 95 percent rule. But when he comes back to work, you know, you would generally give him a chance to to re-enroll um, or to enroll. Uh, that is usually consistent with how it works under um, Section 125 plans. A return from an unpaid leave of absence usually allows an employee to to make a new election. Sometimes, though, the employer will set the plan up to say, you know, look, when you return from an unpaid leave of absence within the same plan year, your election, um, whatever it is, um, is going to be reinstated for the remainder of the plan year. Um, and, you know, you can you have a plan um, designed that way as well. Okay, perfect. So it really does depend on plan design and Section 125 rules that are set up. Okay, so I understand that there are different rules for schools and higher education institutions. So what kinds of institutions would those rules apply to and what are they? Um, yes, yeah, so the... Uh, the general principle here is that the ACA does not, um, you know, kind of leave teachers out in the cold with respect to these these 13 week rules. The rules recognize that um, teachers may have breaks longer than that, and so for purposes of educational organizations, um, the 13 weeks becomes 26 weeks. So, um, you know, a teacher that that's off for you know a, a break that's longer than 13 weeks, and they return. Um, within 26 weeks, they'll still be, you know, treated as a, a full-time employee, um, you know, un under these rules. So um, what kind of organizations does it apply to really any, you know, any educational institution where education is the primary goal? It would be primary, secondary schools, colleges, universities, really, you know, you know, it could be, um, you know, a school that is an arm of another entity, like a you know, museum or something, you know, the museum itself would not be um, an educational organization, but the school arm uh, could be. Okay, what about like a tutoring center? I guess that would apply to kind of the same logic. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there is a, uh, you know, like with everything, there is a, a set definition in the regulations and it refers to some area of the of the code, um, you know, a, a company that was kind of on the edge there and wanted legal advice, we'd be happy to, you know, look at that and apply it to, to their particular facts and circumstances. Okay, thanks. So the message to listeners is that if you ha handle a lot of rehires or reinstatements, review your company protocol, review your plan design, be sure that it lines up with the way that ACA requires employers to handle these situations if you don't want to leave yourself exposed to a potential penalty. Um, it does require the HR person handling the reinstatement to pause and consider the timeline involved. So when you've got someone who is a rehire, you know, look back at their history. When did they last work and consider that timeline for sure. And this might be new or different from the way that it was previously handled. Um, also, a note that I would make is that 
If you work with a benefits administration system or you send file feeds to carriers for enrollment, it might be a good idea to verify that your reinstatement dates are being correctly received and input on the system or the carrier's end. We ran across a situation recently where it was not being received correctly. So uh, just, you know, something you might want to double check. But if you want to talk further about your specific rehire reinstatement situation with myself, with Stacy, please reach out to me at Sarah G, S-A-R-A-H-G at lpinsurance.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you will listen to one of our other podcasts and have a great day.